I'm Linnea. And I'm Lucy. And you're listening to First Impressionists. Welcome back. It's week two. Uh, how are you, Linnea? I am doing good. It definitely feels like a Monday. Yes, it does. It and does. Um, it just does not, it won't stop snowing. Yep. Um, which normally I would be totally here for, except, I don't know, the spring fever is just so bad that... Mm-hmm. It just feels like we're getting encased more and more into winter, and we may never escape. Yes. So, but yes. otherwise, I'm doing <laughs> really good. Looking forward to spring break. We're, we're recording this a uh, week before it will air, so. Yes. We're still looking forward to spring break. Yes. Um, yes. How are you? I'm good. Um, I think the snow is just mildly annoying to me. I don't like that every time I go out to my car, I have to brush it off mm. instead of maybe once a day in the morning. But it's weird because this time of year, I usually feel the same as you. And I've got spring fever. I'm over the snow. I want it to be warm and sunny. But it I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because it's warmer and it's getting brighter again. And there's this nice new fluffy snow. It just almost feels fresh again. Mm. Like there was that long, like really cold period where it would just dump snow or there was no snow at all and Mm -hmm. it was just dark. And so now it just feels a little bit more fresh and lively. And uh, I don't know, I guess like the beginning of winter again. Hopefully it's not. Yeah, that would be wild. Hopefully it's the end. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. But I'm good. Good. Yeah. You know what? Uh, speaking of art and snow, you know what painting I've been thinking about today? Is The Hunters by Peter Bruegel. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I Where don't. it's like, okay, it's like a bunch of, it looks like the world after a fresh snowfall. And there's all these guys that are like trudging down a hill in the oh. snow. And it's how I feel when I'm walking anywhere on campus. Oh, they really are trudging. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow, down into the valley. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel, going down that long hill in the morning okay. before anyone has plowed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I can see that. I can see that. Anyways, on that topic, <laughs> um, today, well, let's see. Give us a quick recap of what we talked about last episode. So last episode, essentially, we introduced ourselves. We talked a little bit about our favorite paintings um and we talked about why we love art and why we want to do this podcast Uh, sorry radio show (laughs) (laughs) all good same difference yeah you know you know um yeah that that was essentially it sweet yep and this episode we're gonna be just like setting the foundation and talking about what is art seems important in that we can't mess this up it's the foundation ah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, not too much pressure no um i i don't i don't feel pressure because i don't think anyone has given I don't know, an answer that nobody can refute on this That's topic. That's true. So, Any answer know, that you give we're feels just gonna, incomplete. We're going to contribute to the incompleteness of this answer, I suppose. Mm. Um, on that note, <laughs> uh, Mark Rothko, when he described art, said, To me, art is an adventure into an unknown world which can be explored only by those willing to take the risk. Hmm. So that's what we're going to do today, Lucy. Okay. I hope you're we're ready. We're going to take some risks. Take some risks. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. Why do you think art is so difficult to define? Uh, I think it's it's difficult to define because it's so subjective. Mm. Uh, we touched on this a little bit last week, and this is especially difficult for me because there's so many different types of art. True. Like we're talking about visual art on this show for the most part, but there's also poetry, literature, film, photography, all of these things that can fall under this umbrella of art. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard to define all of those. I mean, I think as humans, we we try to set these parameters and these limits and the scientific method and, and all of those sorts of things to sort of quantify our experience mm. on this earth. Mm. But art is the one place where that doesn't work. Yeah, true. Um, and so I think this is a really interesting topic and I like discussing what art is because it's, it's interesting to have that conversation and to try to set the parameters, but I'm not sure it's possible. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's why it's so difficult because it's this thing that is ever changing and morphing and even something that seemed so subjective at one point and was about this political reason or this person or this piece of gossip or this painter's life is different to us now. True, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's just an expression of humanity and humanity is always changing. <laughs> so mm. it's, it's hard to pin it down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's super true. I think one thing is like art is so affected by the culture that it's in mm -hmm. and I was thinking about this today as we were getting ready for this episode like I wonder if the earliest artists recognized that they were making art does mm. that make like does that make sense yeah I mean drawing buffalo in a cave right 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 was that art was to that them or was that a, a historical document was it yeah something they just discovered and they didn't know what to name it. Mm -hmm. And I think like even if what they were doing was making art, mm -hmm. like in the same way that um, Rembrandt mm -hmm. was making art. Obviously different technique, different right, right. subject matter, but like w what they were doing as a human being, like performing an action was the same. Mm -hmm. I don't think that they well, did they have an understanding that like that's what, did they have that category I guess in their in their understanding right. of what they were doing. Right. Um, this last week, I went with a friend to the museum on campus, mm -hmm. and it's full of art, but a lot of the most amazing art in there is um, Alaska Native art that's like, it's something that was created to serve a purpose. Like, right. these incredible, you know, beadwork or like woven baskets that are just like the most incredible craftsmanship you've ever seen. Yeah. And you can't look at that and be like, no, that's not art. Yeah. But at the same time, um, was you know, that wasn't to created be to be in the museum. It mm -hmm. is now, but it wasn't created to be in the museum. It was created, you know, for another purpose. Right. Um, but it so clearly is art. And yeah. it just, and I was thinking too about like in the past, a lot of art was very religious, spiritual art or mm -hmm. like art that told a story in different cultures art was used to like 
tell the story of different gods and goddesses mm-hmm. or, you know, things like that. It wasn't so much how we how people create art now is so different and like mm-hmm. for such a different purpose almost that um yeah i think that's part of what makes it hard to define is like our understanding it, of it has changed even throughout history right right um, yeah yeah that's a really interesting point um i don't know it it makes me wonder if we completely annihilated the word art from any curriculum in school and still taught people how to draw, how to paint, how to take photographs. How would they feel? Would it would it feel like the same process? Would they feel like they were creating mm. something more than a drawing? Is art more than a drawing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. It it's does feel like it's it's something it's a word that we use to like elevate something above the objects that we have. Mm-hmm. created objects that we have in our everyday life. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one, Linnea. I put it out there, but I don't have I don't a good know. answer for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is, it is hard to define, for sure. Yes. Um, and... There's so many different definitions. Yes. <laughs> I was looking at the, let me see if I can find it. The like, when, <laughs> whenever I do research for something, I just Google it first. And <laughs> me, too. Uh, me too. The, let's see, the Oxford Dictionary de- definition that like is the first thing that pops up for art is terrible. <laughs> I feel like it often is. An ex- the expression or application of human creative skill and imagination, typically in a visual form, such as painting or sculpture, producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. It feels like they just sucked all the life out of the concept by <laughs> trying to encapsulate, I guess, as much as they could into one definition, but like somehow it feels like it totally missed the point. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, it it feels like the more specific you try to be, it almost yeah, it almost <sighs> makes it worse. Yes, and this is what I'm talking about about wanting to put things in categories and chalk things up to just a few characteristics Mm -hmm. and why I don't think you can define what art is because the more specific the more specific you get the farther away from it you seem to get in a way yeah true the more specific the more it seems that you leave out of it or yeah 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 Yeah, so true (laughs) okay well let me ask you this then it's like you said. It's hard. We can't perfectly define what art is. Mm-hmm. Um, is it one of those things where you know it when you see it? I think so. Okay. But I think it's different for everyone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, which is the strange part. But to me, 
if I go to someone's apartment and I see a painting on the wall, I may or may not think that it's art. I might think it's a decoration, mm -hmm. but another person might think it's art. Yes. Or I could go to a museum and see a Rembrandt, and I might think that's art. Right. I may not know how to explain why it's art, but I just know that it's art. But someone else might not think so. Yeah. I Maybe Rembrandt is a bad example, but... <laughs> uh, maybe like a... Yeah. A rock of... Just a yeah. big block of color. Yeah. And it's it's the same with other forms of art. So poetry. Right. I love poetry. Yes. I could read a poem... And I think it's the most incredible mm -hmm. poem ever written. And someone else might read it and think, oh, that's junk. I know and you've read me your favorite poem before, and I remember being like, okay, there's like a whisper of meaning in that for me, <laughs> but I don't know that I totally, I like, I don't get it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll come back to that sometime <laughs> later on. But yes. Yeah, definitely true. Do you think that it comes down to like the emotional response that you have to the work of art? Like, is it in the emotions? I was thinking about this and this is a difficult question for me specifically, I think, because I tend to be a pretty emotionally driven person. Mm -hmm. Same. Um, and so for me, when I look at art and I really love art or I love a poem or a film, it's typically because I connect to it emotionally. I see the stories of the characters and I love them or I recognize something of myself or someone that I love or just humanity in mm -hmm. them or the story or the way something is shot or painted. Um, and so I think most of the time that is what makes it art for me. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that can quite be true because, okay, take for example my boyfriend. He is less emotional mm -hmm. and he loves the technique and the yeah. skill yeah. that goes he into likes the art. craftsmanship. Yeah. That's what he appreciates about it for the most part. And I think that's what makes it art for him. Mm -hmm. And so I think mm -hmm. it's not just the emotion, it can also be the skill or the vision or the passion. I don't know what, whatever yeah. else goes into it. So I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, in terms of like, do you know it when you see it? I think so. Well, like definitely in my mind, I categorize like, okay, I'm looking at this thing. It's art versus, oh, it's not art. But I also wonder how much of that is like what I've been conditioned to see as art and right. not. And like what context is it in? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But like definitely I think my brain, and for me I think it is often emotion. Mm -hmm. But it could be a super negative emotion. Like there's some art that you look at and you're just like, that makes me sad or terrified. Yeah. Um, or uncomfortable. Yes, true. Yes. Um, some art makes me very angry. Mm -hmm. I think the art that makes me irritated is harder to 
like think of as art. I mean more like art right. writing. Why would you do that? Right. Right. Why? Why? Yeah. But um yeah, I'm the same way. A very I'm a very like emotionally driven person too. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the like way that I see the world is just like through the lens of my emotions. And so Yeah. Um definitely like that's a lot of how I experience and interact with art. So I think right. that's a big way that like personally mm-hmm. I define art from not art. Yes. This is a side question, but can you think of like the piece of maybe specifically visual art that you've like had the strongest emotional reaction to? Um Not off the top of my head, mm. but if something pops into my mind throughout this episode, okay. I will you let you know. I'll us. be like, hold on, Linnea. I remember. I remember. <laughs> the time I wept. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Or pounded my fists. In oh, the yeah. Air. <laughs> in anger. Yes. <laughs> what about you? Yes. There's been two times when I've cried looking at art. They've both been buildings. Which, to me, I consider that, like, a Mm -hmm. visual art. Mm -hmm. The first one was um, the Sagrada Familia, which is a cathedral Mm -hmm. in uh, Spain. And then the second time, which I remember much more because I was a lot older, was um, St. Peter's Basilica, which is uh, in the, what's that called? The, The country where the Pope lives. The Vatican. The Vatican. It's in the Vatican. <laughs> yes, I was listening to the Rick Steves audio tour, mm-hmm. which, side note, is the greatest thing. <laughs> um, and it seems weird that you would cry to Rick Steves if you know <laughs> Rick Steves. It's like, that's odd. But he was just like describing all the details that and like care that was put into this building. And I was mm. just like, so just I think blown away with like the act of just devotion that went into creating this thing and there's so many details that it's just like mind-boggling that Mm -hmm. like people poured so much of their soul into creating this thing and like just it was such a worshipful place yeah um anyways yes I definitely cried while listening to Rick Steves (laughs) Uh, anyways but I was yeah I was thinking about this question of do you know art when you see it and I recently maybe like a couple months ago um, learned of this artist I will show you if my computer comes back on I'll show you okay who does uh, modern art sculptures of human animal creatures um I'm going to show Lucy this picture. I don't know if I'm intrigued or scared. (laughs) You should be scared. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. That's pretty scary. Um, And I was thinking about it because when I was thinking about this question, I was like, when I look at that, okay, to to briefly describe, um, and the artist's name, I can't remember. It's Patricia Panucci, I think. Um, It's like a human ish figure with like human feet and like definitely like human skin but then like a very dog like face and then like dog human little babies and I think it's life size like as in about the size of a human anyways very unnerving and 
this is like something that was in a museum. Like she had a whole art show in a museum and I was thinking about this and I was like, if I saw that, I would think this is not art. This is something from the worst of my fever dreams. <laughs> um, so, but like, this is an important part of the modern art world, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I... I think it's a big part of modern art, but I think there has definitely been a presence of it throughout the history of art, just sort of... Weird documents? No. No. Shock okay. value is where oh, I'm going. okay. <laughs> yes. And just, uh, I don't know, mm. causing the viewer to think about something in a different way than they normally would, I guess. Um, Which I think is part, partially the purpose of this, is like yeah. thinking about what is humanity, what mm-hmm. is... Yeah. yeah. What is our relationship to animals and the things right. on this earth? Right. Yeah. What would happen if a dog, if there was a dog human hybrid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think that far. Away. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's true. But I think, like, my emotional reaction to this is not like, oh, interesting. I'm intrigued. I want to draw close. Like, I think of art as something that I want to draw closer to. Whereas this, mm. no. That's interesting and i i think the art that i like mm. is art that i want to draw draw closer to mm. but i think there's definitely a world of art out there that is not art created that we like. for that purpose yeah true. it's not created to be liked oh yeah that's so true I, it's interesting to think about this like in the context of literature there's so many books that i know are we've had this conversation a little bit last week but that are important that I just do not like. I did not enjoy. And like thinking about like a good book that I love, I mm-hmm. want to draw closer to. And I want to just like get in there. Yeah. Just live in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of books that you're right, aren't created to be like something that you want to get into. Yes. I, like of easy examples, 1984. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get in there. Yeah, it's get pretty out. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Speaking of books, another thing I was thinking about with, like, do you know art when you see it, was book covers. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? There's some where you're like, somebody clearly put a lot of time and effort into making this beautiful. Yes. And there's some that you see and you're just like, what the heck were they thinking? Yes. That's interesting. Okay, see, this is something I didn't think on a lot, but... When you think of art, there's all of these different categories and genres, which people break all the time. I'm actually not a big fan of the whole genre idea. Mm. If you read literature. She's an anti-genreist, people. It kind of works sometimes, but also doesn't work a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is for another day. But what, this is a super side note, it has nothing to do with what is art specifically, I guess, but how do you think illustration fits into the world of art? Because I do think it is a type of art, but I think it's often very overlooked and 
underappreciated or mm. not considered fine art, even though it requires an a immense amount of, of work. skill, detail, work, thought, talking through it with the author of the book. Yeah. Or yeah. It's anything like, like that. There's such a storytelling element in illustration that you don't necessarily need in some fine art that is really right. just there to communicate an idea. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives it like a whole other dimension and like you were saying, like a level of skill that mm-hmm. is different than than a lot of the fine art that we think of for right. sure. Right. Yeah. I don't know. There's some illustration that definitely is like this is clearly yeah, art. I, it's it's interesting to me, and back to the literature comparison again. There are so many quote unquote classic novels out there, mm-hmm. and there is this certain literary canon that belongs to very few authors. When there are so many authors out there that are wonderful, talented, the, they create these incredible mm-hmm. worlds, um, but they don't sort of fit into this prescriptive idea of what is capital L literature yeah. or capital A yeah. art. And so, I don't know. I, I just think that's interesting. And that's kind of where I feel like illustration is often relegated is, well, it's art, but it's not capital A art. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Anyway, that was my side note. <laughs> but illustrations are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'm here for some Beatrix Potter. That's there what I need more of there in my go. life. I loved reading Alice in Wonderland growing up, mm. and The Little Prince. Yes. Yep. Some beautiful illustrations. Some illustrations. So yes. good. Amazing. Um, yeah, okay. Well, this brings us to uh, something I'd like to do, which is I'm gonna, I have just like a brief list of things that it's debatable. Are they art? Or are they not art? I apologize in advance. <laughs> and I just want to hear your gut reaction, Lucy. Oh, it's a man. rapid fire okay. round. Okay. 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 Um, I'm gonna be honest, now that I'm thinking about it, there definitely is maybe more not art than art, but I want to hear what you have to say. Let's break some yeah. boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll, open we'll our minds, open up the <laughs> idea of what art could be. Okay, first one, this is an easier one, um, the cover of my journal. For those that are not here with us, it's a lot of penguins swimming around. Is um, it art? No. Okay. Why not? I drew this. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. I don't know, Linnea. I, 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 to me, it's it's just a design on a notebook. Mm. You know what I was thinking is like. It how, wasn't, yeah, know. how much of art do we define by, like, what the intention of the person who made it was? I this think, one... I think nowadays we do that a lot. Yeah. At least, well, at least I do, clearly, yeah. because it's just some drawings on a notebook that were created mm. to be drawings on a notebook. And to be mass-marketed, mass-produced, and for me to walk down the Allen Target and say, oh, cute. Yes. Which is not the same as the intention of a lot of great art, but... right. Okay, interesting. 
distinction yes it's made to like beautify a space and like create a sense in the space it's not necessarily meant to be taken on its own to yes. like or communicate or create a feeling right right to be analyzed right yeah hmm. interesting art can be decoration but yes. not all decoration and decoration can be art but, but they're not the same yes interesting that's definitely true Definitely true. I think, though, that, like, there's some decoration that is, like, displays such amazing craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, my mom has these really beautiful, I think, uh, like, hand-woven, um, like, embroidered tapestries. Mm -hmm. That's not, like, a, it's obviously meant to, like, decorate, and right. we use it as a curtain, but I think it's kind of art. Yeah. Now, ooh, got a lot of coffee stains on it. I don't know how that <laughs> happens. <laughs> but, um... You just like cancel out the light shit <laughs> through it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay. Um, Bob's Burgers is it art? It's oh. illustrated. That's really difficult. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Rick and Morty. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I feel like it would be so rude to exclude cartoons as an entire category. Yeah, actually, now that you say that, you're right. I think it's like... It's, it's not very, something that I am watching necessarily because, because I appreciate value. the animation mm -hmm. style. Right. But I think people do. And there's other, like, animated things that they're very... It's like they put much more of an emphasis on that. It on just the visuals. Yeah, yes. it just depends. Yes, whereas Rick and Morty or Bob's Burgers is more about the show. I was thinking, like, to me, I was thinking more, like, again, about the intention of the person creating the thing. And mm. in that case, their intention isn't really to create something. Their intention is to, like, make a comedic show. Right. Not so much But like, they intentionally chose to animate it. They could have made another sitcom on TV mm. with a bunch of actors about the same sort of thing mm. but they chose to animate it that's true but I think that's it's more they chose to animate it to like give it that like childish sort of right. sense than like to make right. something but yes 
I don't know. They're, they're using their powers of illustration to convey that. I don't know. I True. Don't know. And, I, and I think a lot of the like comedic value is conveyed through the mm-hmm. visual mm-hmm. illustration. Yes. I, yeah. That's a tricky one for me. I'm not a big cartoon person. Mm, me neither. But, yeah, I just feel like I shouldn't exclude that category. Fair, fair enough. Okay, okay. Um... Last one, a tattoo of a dream catcher. I tried to think of something generic. I don't know, are yes. dream catchers? It's pretty generic. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. I don't know. Tattoos are a difficult one for me. Mm. Again, I think it depends on the intention. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people get tattoos not because they want it to be art but because they like what it represents or they like i don't know that's hard because now i feel like i'm gonna prove myself wrong through talking about it okay when i look at any generic tattoo even my own i have a random canoe tattoo on my ankle i don't think it's art Mm -hmm. i just think it's a tattoo yeah so I don't know. For me, it depends. I have a personal opinion about my tattoo that I have. I don't think it's art. But to other people, they might consider all tattoos art. I don't know. Yeah. Like, my mom has a tattoo that she designed herself. Like, she drew it. And Mm -hmm. it's definitely, like, not just... It's not even really, like... I think a lot of tattoos are, like, symbolic. Like, you see all the time now, like, the semicolon. I wouldn't consider that art. Right. Her tattoo, it's not really symbolizing anything. It's Mm -hmm. more of like an artistic depiction of something. Mm -hmm. I think in that case, I'd say it's art. Right. I don't know. I'd be curious to see if she would say that. Yeah. But definitely tattoos. Well, it's like drawings. Some drawings, I guess they're all, I don't know, are they all art? Mm -hmm. Is the doodle that I do in the sideline of my I don't think all drawings are art. I don't think all paintings are art. I paint all the time. (laughs) I don't think they're art. Mm. I just do it because I enjoy it. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I think tattoos is another one where it could be art or it could not be. Yeah, true. I don't know. True. I don't know either. It really... That's a tough Some one. tattoos... Gosh. I just uh, binge-watched two seasons of Ink Master. I can tell you <laughs> for sure some tattoos are not art. Yes. Some yes. are, though. But, some, but there are some incredible ones out there, so... I suppose it depends on your intention and what you're looking for. Yeah, true, true. Uh, yeah, going back a little bit to what you were saying about you painting, um, I'm curious when you sit down to create something, do you feel there's a difference from when, oh, I'm just messing around to I'm trying to create a piece of art? Yes. For me... I think probably every time I have painted Mm. or drawn something, I have not felt like this is art Mm. that I'm creating or my intention is not to create art. It's just, I love painting. I would like to improve my technique. Mm. And if something cool comes out of this, I would love that. And again, this is difficult for me. First of all, it's hard to define your own art. Yeah. For me, I have a difficult time with it because I never want to come off as self-centered. 
or mm. like I have some sort of divine skill um, because I think it's hard to judge that for yourself. I think you sure, have to let other people sure. judge whether it's art or not. Hmm. But I think the only time I've created something where I've thought, okay, maybe this is something more than just what I am physically creating um, is writing poetry. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes I write, I write a poem and it's just a random idea I had yeah. and it's kind of fun and a creative outlet. And there are other times where I feel very strongly that I just need to write something. I get an idea. Um, there is a spontaneous overflowing of emotions and I have to write it down mm. immediately. Mm. I feel like overtaken by something almost. That's so interesting. And that's yeah. when I feel like it might be art. Hmm. Yeah. So, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But even then, I mean, it's hard to tell. I, I don't know. I think someone else would have to read my poems or look at my paintings to be the judge of that. Mm. I read somebody today who said art is, I, I'm going to paraphrase, but art is a completed past. You can't, it's not something you just throw out. It's something like somebody has to catch it. Mm. Like yes. it has to, yeah, affect someone else. It's interesting. I agree with that. And, and I think that's why I'm so uncomfortable with the idea of saying this is what I'm creating and it's mm -hmm. art. Maybe if you are an established artist and you mm -hmm. have, I don't know, sold some things or put some things in a show or even just shared things that you create with the people around you and they say, hey, this is something special or you should keep doing this. Maybe then you could call it art for yourself. But... I would not want to do that about yeah, what I create, at least so far in my life. I wouldn't call myself an artist. I'm an art lover, and I love creating things, but I wouldn't call myself an artist. Hmm. What about you? Yeah, I don't know. I ugh, I don't like the idea that, like, um, gosh, like, what you make can only be validated to like the level of art after it's like gone through it's like been bought mm. or it's been put in a show that feels very like i agree yeah yeah i don't know because institutionally or like yes i don't i don't like the idea of art only being valued by like a certain an niche establishment group of or yes yeah. i agree with that that's why I tagged on friends or people. Okay, we okay, love at the okay. End. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just to clarify, I think, and I don't know. This goes against kind of maybe what I was saying before, but ooh, I, I, I think for me, oftentimes how I think about art is like as a language. Um, I really love languages. Like I mm -hmm. love speaking and learning languages. Um, it just like feels like it. I don't know, like activates a different part of my brain and it, I love the part of language where it's like you learn a way to describe something in a way that you don't have the capacity to in like your native language. Mm. And 
I think for me, that's a lot of what art is, is like a language, like a language of your spirit or like some, like a way to, to speak, but not necessarily using words. And in that case, I kind of think I can make art without anyone, like I can, I can use the language without anyone having to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I don't know. I kind of think, and maybe like this is a broad, like I'm using a broader definition for myself than I would for other people. But like, I think for me, there is times when I feel like, oh, I'm creating a piece of art. And it's usually like kind of what you're saying, like when I have a, like a strong inspiration or like Mm. desire to create. And it's either like I have a vision for something and I like figure out the process to make that vision a reality. Mm -hmm. And then like, those are the things that I make that I think more of as art or, um, it's like, I have a strong emotion and I want to figure out a way to like communicate that. Yeah. Um, like, the other day, I made earrings for the first time with some friends, mm-hmm. and it was a struggle bus. <laughs> would not do it again. <laughs> and obviously, in that case, I kind of, like, I didn't really have a vision. I was just trying to figure out how to put things together and make this earring. And uh, this is maybe a bad example, but, like, to me, I was not creating art because mm-hmm. I didn't really have a vision. There wasn't really inspiration. I wasn't really trying to communicate something. It was just, like, this is a thing that I'm trying to do. <laughs> uh, or, like, if I'm just sitting down and I'm, like, oh, I want to paint this, like, mm-hmm. scene. Sometimes I don't. That's, yeah. Like, you were describing, like, want to learn better how to use this medium and, like, experience it more. But, like, there's been certain times where um, there's just, like, an idea in my head of, like, something I want to create. And I think those things, like there are things that like I continue to get kind of inspired by after I'm done making them. Mm. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, yeah, I like that point. So I don't know. Yeah. For me, it's, it's that, it's that moment where something just sort of clicks Mm -hmm. and makes sense and you create something and whether or not it turns out the way that you originally envisioned it, it communicates what you meant it to, or it turns into something that that makes sense based on where you started. I feel yeah. like that's when it sort of gets to the realm of art. Mm. I, for me, okay, it's, it's almost like the idea of worship for me. Mm. Like, it's not just singing a song. Yeah. It's something more than that and Mm. it's really difficult to describe but once you've experienced it it just sort of clicks and you're like oh this is what worship is and that's Mm. sort of what that art feeling is for me it's like oh wow i'm writing a poem but then all of a sudden oh this one really clicks and the words are just like pouring out and it makes sense Mm. and before I've even thought through it all it's sort of there I don't does that make sense yeah 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 it's like a who even knows yeah it's je ne sais quoi (laughs) wait no is that what that means yeah 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 okay (laughs) cool yeah man well 
Do you have any other questions for me? I don't think so. No? Okay. Um, well, I would love to go back to the idea of who, who pushes the narrative. Mm. We've mentioned this just barely, very briefly with the idea of just a gallery or a museum or an expert mm-hmm. labeling mm-hmm. this is art and this is not art. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's so interesting and something that a lot of people who maybe don't know art very well or feel intimidated by art, yeah. Um, yeah. sort of the art literacy um, narrative that we mentioned in the first episode. Um, but who who pushes the narrative? Who mm. says what is art and what is not art? Who says what gets into the Louvre and what doesn't get into the Louvre? Um, and is that is that what we should take as art mm. or not art? Yeah, what interesting. I don't know. I mean, I guess like I think now it's very much in some ways because we are like now with technology like we're able to see art that we wouldn't be able to see if we didn't have technology Mm -hmm. and so people do get to to say like this is beautiful this is not beautiful but at the same time it definitely feels like we're living in a time where the average person is not like defining what is art and what is not art like Mm. the art world feels super separate from I don't know how it was in the past, if that was true as well. If, like, um... I don't know either, but I have a feeling that, like many other things, art has largely been controlled by people who have expertise Mm. or a title or money. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Unfortunately. Mm. But... There have also been many painters who have just risen up from the masses. Yeah. And yeah. have, you know, said their piece in the art world and left their impression. Yeah. And there are people like you and me. We're not experts. We're not art historians by any means. Um, but we still have our opinions on art. And mm-hmm. maybe a couple people will listen to them and make their own opinions. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. This is this is difficult for me because I feel like I'm always sort of walking the line between understanding that art historians and art critics, museum curators, all of these people have a much deeper knowledge of art than I do. They've done a lot more studying. Mm. They've seen the pieces for themselves. Um, they probably understand many things about the technique and the time periods and the artists themselves than I do. Um, and so I think that does play a role yeah. and that that is important and we should maybe take note of that, but we shouldn't stop there and mm. allow that to be the end all be all. I don't, it's difficult though. I think maybe Taking their opinions into account and understanding how they got there is important. And also, not everyone can become an art historian. No, true. Um, And that's sort of the beauty of this modern age is we may not be art historians, but like you said, 
at the very least, we can look up art photos online. Mm -hmm. We can do our own sort of research on artists that we're interested in um, and kind of gather our own knowledge base. And so, yeah, this is, this is a difficult one for me because I think you can form very valid and well-defined art opinions on your own, mm. like anyone can do that. Um, but I, I think there also is a place for those art critics and art historians and the people who run galleries. And um, it's just difficult to see where exactly the lines are drawn. Um, are the artworks online that are being shared on social media as appreciated, will they last as long as the yeah. ones that get right. into galleries? Right. Who's to say? We don't know. Yeah. Um, so I think that will be interesting in the future to see what lasts and what doesn't. So or, true. <laughs> Honestly, if any, any of it lasts, yeah, yeah, will there be a next great American novel ever again? Who knows? It's mm. it's hard to tell nowadays because I think the way that we consume culture is so different from in the past. So true. Yeah, yeah. It also seems like it's so it's in some ways, especially obviously not everywhere in the world, but where mm -hmm. we live, people are much. Um, they have like much more time and ability to just create art mm -hmm. and kind of become like lay experts mm -hmm. you know people have access to education in art and art theory and technique just from their cell phone it's a lot it feels like which is not a bad thing but we're like oversaturated with art if you think about like how difficult it would be for you to really see great art if you were living 100, 200 years ago versus yeah. now where it's like you can see just amazing, awe-inspiring art being made by people today. Mm -hmm. um, and also, like, it's so much easier in some ways for people to have a platform. Yes. Um, because of the internet, again. Yep. This changes so much yep. that it's like, yeah, it's hard, like... How do those people decide what is great art? Because there's so much out mm -hmm. there. There's so much out there and there's so much to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's. I don't envy the art critics of today, mm -hmm. honestly. I think it would be so difficult. And yeah, there's, there's so much to wade through and just so many more people making art nowadays mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there's just so much more opportunity and I think in some ways that's a good thing yeah sometimes I don't know maybe it's just too much um well I think everyone should try art and it's always a good thing to have a creative outlet and things yeah. like that but yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It's it's difficult to see if any of it will rise above and last or if that's just where we're at. You just consume a lot of art and it's, I don't know, yeah. it doesn't last. I don't know either. Well, I guess that brings us to our final question. 
what is art for? Yeah. I really liked uh, the quote that you shared last week from Brene Brown, where she was, I think she was essentially saying, like, art is about connecting people to, like, our shared human experience. Kind yes. Of. Yes. But it's one of those things where, like, there's no one single reason for art. Yes. And every, I think every artist has kind of a unique purpose in creating what they create. Right. Like we, like you said, some art right. isn't created to be enjoyed. It's created to, to not be enjoyed. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To, to push the envelope mm. or just to go to do something that people haven't done before. Even yeah. I think a lot of people love art because humans love to do things that no one else has done. Mm -hmm. And I think art is one of the last perceivable ways that we can do that. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Maybe not, but I think that's how of, oftentimes people think about it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hundreds of years ago, people wanted to be an explorer so they could find a new place that no one had ever set foot on before. Right. And report back and say, hey, this is Lucy Anderson and I found this new place mm. and now I'm going to be in the history books. Mm. And that's not really an idea that we have nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, but with art, sometimes I get this sense that I created something new. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is really exciting and really valuable to us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's like an exploration yes. of just the world. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Exactly. And of ourselves and the people around us. Mm -hmm. and whatever else you can do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, that's why art is so hard to define, but it's, like, a good thing. Because if art were something that it was easy to put boundaries around, it wouldn't really be what it is, which is something that's always expanding, always kind of pushing at the edges of yes. what it has been. Yes. And, yeah, something, like, that defies our ability to define it. Yes. Yes. And on that note, um, I think it's time to wrap up for this week. I don't know. I, I really like this topic, but mm. like we said at the beginning, it's one of those topics where... You could talk I, about it forever. Yeah, you could. And I don't think you would ever arrive at mm. a correct answer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, thanks for, for listening again. And I'm excited for next week. Yes. Yes. Super excited. Yep. After we get a break, yes. get some warmer weather down in sunny old Eagle River. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and everyone listening, I hope you have a wonderful spring break. Rest up, get ready for some more classes. Yes. And we'll, uh, we won't see you next week, but, but we you'll will... hear our voices. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.